take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! Jordan, he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. We are on episode number 68, since Steve gave out to me last week for not knowing it. I'm well, um, joined by Donnie and Steve. How are we doing, lads? Very good, boys. How are I'm, we doing? I'm very, I'm very upset at, at, at Mr. Steve Kennedy's timekeeping. It's nearly episode 69. My timekeeping? Don't be, oh, don't be giving me shit shocking. now, Donnie. Ah, shocking. Oh, 2-0 yeah. Liverpool. Sorry, that's on the podcast. But <laughs> there you go. And he's offside. Real VAR. Fact. How are we doing? Sure, hanging in there, Donnie. You know what I mean? No winners last week, unfortunately, but what can you do? It's been a bit of a lean start, which isn't like us, considering mm. last year, like especially the back end last year. For those of you guys who, who listen regularly, you'll know that we were on the tear. I think we'd we six winners in nine weeks, something in that something something in that realm. Anyway, we did really yeah. well. Good but to look, see the um the favorite back and turned out well uh, last week with with Tom Kim missing the cut. So well well I, done, so Tom Kim. What Don't it was, the lad, right? It was I I misread my my screen. I saw oh, Kim sure, yeah, yeah. and I assumed yeah. it was Tom Kim. Oh, okay. Really, yeah. it was Siwoo. It was what I meant to say. You know, yeah. I just got, classic I just got, I just got, I stuttered. You know, yeah. I, I accidentally said Tom. So, okay. That was my well, we're not looking for you. We're, we're not counting that as a win as much no. as you might try. <laughs> yeah. But we put a pin in Siwoo Kim for the tournament of champions next year because he'd do a hat trick of the first three PGA Tour events of the year in three years. Because yeah. he won Sony this year, he is the defending champ at the Amex this week. So if he wins the Tournament of Champions, that's a cool little hat-trick. Um, Swafford won this last year, didn't he? See, I think Siwoo was 21. Yeah, correct. Oh, Siwoo was 21. Yeah, ah, but he's still still a good... Um, he's an early season early season player. Four PGA Tour win for him as well, so... Um, and he's 27 years old, Siwoo Kim. So he's still, still a long way to go. Quiz question. What was Siwoo Kim's first PGA Tour win? The players? Yes. Wow, nice day. Mr. Kennedy Thank from you. the top rope. Well Thank played. You, no yeah. hesitation or nothing. Well read. Well read man, Donnie. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I studied um, South Korean golf first wins in uh, in college. <laughs> that's your... Uh, that's your specialist subject on math. Yeah, yeah, together, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah well, so, I mean, in that situation, that. you just you just say Kim for most answers, and you're probably seventy percent right. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It. Where did Tom Kim get his first win? Shriners. No, it wasn't. That was the second. No, uh, oh, I actually can't remember. Come on, it was only last year he won the Shriners. I have, I have it here. It year. is. Well, you're not supposed to look it up, bro. That kind of takes it away from. Yeah, it was the, the Shriners was last year, but he had won before that. Um, not the Wyndham Championship. Wyndham. Yeah, that was the one that the year before there was a six-man playoff when Kisner won it. Mm. That was anyway, um, nice to get sidetracked two minutes into the show, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. As, as per usual. Boys. Stuff to talk this week. Um, like the Sony Open's a funny one because you get mad excited because it's full field and you're like, yes, this is it. There's 150 in the field, and then 
yeah, it was really hard. Even on Sunday, um, I couldn't help it. I had the Bills game on, and I just couldn't stay away from the Bills game, even when when the Sony was on. So th- th- there wasn't a huge amount um, to report, really. One guy I want to just shout out to put a pin in, and he's already quite, quite short-priced, but Taylor Montgomery, like, we're, we're three weeks into the year. Taylor Montgomery is already making a run for Rookie of the Year. He hasn't missed the cut in the PGA Tour yet. I think every single week he's been top 25 or better. That's like eight for eight now. So I think he was he was knocking around. He, he's, he's His putting is unbelievable. His putting stats are off the charts, which leads me to believe, you know, guy's got a hot putter and he'll probably come back. So like this season, he's gaining two and a half shots on the field per round putting, which is Jesus Christ, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, he was tied, tied 12th. Tied 12th. Um, keep an eye on him. But, yeah, Sony, I don't really want to talk about Sony. I want to talk about the Hero Cup, though. Another, just one thing on the Sony, Donny, not to cut across you. Um, well, I did cut across you, so, anyway. Um, Jordan Speed, first-round leader, and went on to miss the cut, which is a, a rare event on, on yeah. tour. So, um Shout out to Speed, and he's he's now adopted a, a new RV lifestyle. He's bought himself an RV and plans to to travel to events around the states uh, in his so new van. I like so, that. Yeah, nice. I pretty, saw pretty good. I've good life. Yeah, uh, I know Donny, you're a big man for data golf. I saw like was it? I don't know. After the fifth hole of his second round, his projected <laughs> to make the cut was ninety nine point seven percent. Yeah, just so went. Just fell off a cliff. It, it's it's so, like a straight yeah. line down. Like he, he basically bitcoined himself. Yeah, it was crazy. I've never seen a graph that I just literally just straight down. Like it, there was no curve. It was just a, it was just a ninety degree downward line. Like I, yeah, I think like, I think, you, I think you made like five bogeys on the back line. Um, yeah. So that's that's twice in two weeks we've had. We had a ninety nine point six percent probability overturned with Marikawa Marikawa at the tournament champions, and then for Speed, ninety nine was ninety nine point seven. That's it was something. It was crazy high. But I mean, he was the first round leader. It would have been ridiculously high anyway. So you see, he must have been twiddling his thumbs on Saturday morning. Ah, oh, lad, his, his weekend is already planned, and now and now he's he's probably in his jammies watching Netflix. Yeah, in his RV, pal. In his, in RV, his RV, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Donny, Hero Open. What do you want to say about that? I, I didn't catch much of it, but what I did see it was very, very average. Well, um, so, so I watched a decent bit of it. Um, in terms of performance, in terms of how it went, Continental Europe, they won 14.5, 10.5, and to be honest, it could have been more. Um, in terms of biggest takeaways, Lowry went 0 for 4. Uh, Seamus Power won his opening match with... Bobby Mack, and then went and then lost the next three. So the Irish lads were one for seven. Um, the Lowry thing is interesting because obviously we ran into a buzzsaw um, at the last Ryder Cup, but I feel like Lowry in his head is going to want to have a run at the world match play now just to kind of ally any notions or, or, or suggestions that he's not a great match player. Now, he will obviously be in the Ryder Cup team in September in Rome, um, but it's 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 odd. He really didn't have his game under him at all. Um, you could see he was quite frustrated. Uh, he was in a couple of different pairing combinations. Uh, so he was with Hatton at one stage. He was with Fleetwood as well. But yeah, did not go good for him. Um, did not go well at all. I think I think Danny he's a he's a big big event player. He's a crowd player. So when when it comes to like we saw him in the Ryder Cup and 
beating the chest and everything like that. Um, yeah. So I, I don't have the same worries, to be honest. I think he'll he'll be one of our top performers. No, um, I'm, come, I'm, I'm, come Ryder Cup I'm, time. I also think him experiencing a home Ryder Cup will be massively yeah. galvanizing for him. Yeah. Yeah, um, like it, was, it was well documented that a few of the American fans were were more than a little out of line in terms of what they were saying to him around the course. There was, there mm. was, you know, even talking about the man's wife in certain contexts, which is just yeah. low and yeah. really un- out of bounds. Yeah, yeah in, in any context. Yeah. But um, on the on the positive side, like obviously it, it was all upside for Team Europe. We had some brilliant performers, so. Bobby Mack, perfect record. Uh, Perez was, oh, sorry, Bobby Mack was three and a half out of four. Perez was three and a half out of four. So was Guido. Guido Migliosi and Perez were absolute dons. They won all their matches together. They were flying. And then another word for, so Nikolai Hogard only got in because Rasmus is injured. So Rasmus was was selected, but Nikolai got in. And Nikolai as well did uh, three and a half points. So, on the on the continental Europe side, uh, it was really positive because their guys, you know, that that's four guys who've never played Ryder Cup golf, and they they lorded it. And then another guy who was unexpectedly a brilliant performer was the continental European captain in Molinari. Molinari had a great week, and obviously, it will be a very very home Ryder Cup for him in Rome. So, I'm not saying Team Europe has to have an Italian on the team. But Jesus, it would be great if one of himself or Guido has a great season. Um, it would be brilliant to have either of them on the team, I think. So Do you think was, either one makes it, Donny? Uh no. Probably a bit early to say, but well, I think I think I think it's a stretch to have either one of them qualify by right, but I think it's more than feasible if if either of them has a pretty good season and gets close, I'd say it'd be a, a, a very warm favourite to get a pick. It yeah. all depends, you know. We're we're in, what is it, it's January the fucking grim or whatever it is. 17th. So, yeah, there's a lot of golf to be played, but I, I'll be, I, I want to keep an eye on the two lads and, and I really hope that they have um, they have good seasons because it would, it would just add another extra layer of incentive to a European Ryder Cup team if they have, a, a, you know, a homegrown talent in Rome. Yeah, I, I think Francesco probably is a good bet for a, a, a captain's pick. I, I probably don't think Guido, unless he does something remarkable, for yeah. me, I don't yeah, think he I think... had enough about him, but Tommy Fleetwood and, and Molinari, I think, could be you don't want to break that partnership up. So I think there's, they... there's some friend there's some friends of the podcast that absolutely rinse you for that talk about Guido. There is, yeah. Well, bring him on. Bring him on, you know <laughs> what I mean? Take any man, Donny. That's a, that's a, that's an invitation, that is. Um, so anyway, uh the only other thing to speak of the Hero Cup, and I get it, scheduling in modern pro golf is impossible it's the only week of the year they can do it you can't do it in fucking the belfry in january so they did it in abu dhabi which meant as a entertainment experience which is not really the goal of the hero cup to be honest it it was it was it was crowdless so it was a little soulless it was uh you know the the team golf entertainment factor the 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 whoops and the cheers was kind of null and void. It might have been the case anyway, because ultimately these guys are all one team when it gets to um when it gets to September. But um yeah, it, it wasn't great from that perspective. And and I think all right, you've got foursomes, you've got you've got four balls, you've got the formats, you've got the team environment, but you know, it's a very, very poor 
uh, dress rehearsal for anything like a Ryder Cup. So even yeah. though we had some guys there who played phenomenally well, um, who haven't played a Ryder Cup yet, put a little asterisk by it, and that you know you don't know um, how they're going to react in a true heat of battle compared to uh, compared to you know pricking around with your mates in thirty degrees with no fans. Yeah, that's all this was. It's such a new new tournament. It's never obviously brand new tournament. There's never there's no history to it. There's no nothing to it. And and I don't think um Abu Dhabi is a, a massive home of raging golf fans. So I think uh, I think it might grow a little bit if they move it somewhere else in, in Europe, maybe even somewhere in South Spain or something or Portugal maybe yeah, in, it's in just, future. It's just but it's it, it's a nothing. Not it, it was always gonna be this way. It was always gonna be a, a yeah. tame enough event. So um, a worthwhile, worthwhile exercise. Like I'm very glad of its existence rather than it not happening. But um, yeah, it's good, for the tour. it's good yeah. for Europe. It's good to get these guys over, um, over from the states. Like Power would have been playing over in Hawaii, no doubt, and um, a couple others. Sepp Stracker probably would have been over there as well. So it's good to get these guys back, um, back on well, not home soil, but playing for a European tour event just to. to do a bit of publicity for the tour if nothing else so yeah i'm sure it's look it's, it's it is what it is but i don't think it's going to be challenging the Ryder cup or even the president's cup anytime soon god no and, i mean and in fairness it, it, that wasn't it's it's an it's intention anyway, no so. no but uh we'll probably park we'll probably park it there because we got a we got probably the first big big week of the year like like both tours we've got some great tournaments on this week we've got a bunch of picks so if it's all right with you boys i reckon we crack in yeah absolutely um i think if you get john ram in the final group on sunday i think he stands on next and he's going to get it done because the winner this week is going to be my, my one and done pick i put put it on twitter put, put my put my cards down on on the line i'm going for rory McElroy. i'm actually i'm hopping aboard the billy ho uh oh. train he's 28 so i think you can get him straight off the bat not even gonna waste time paul casey and sam burns previous winners both over 22 to 1. I think that's an absolute value bet there. My third pick um, is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. So the PGA Tour heads to California this weekend to play the 2023 American Express. The tournament is played at three different courses. The PGA West Stadium course, the PGA West Nicholas course, and the La Quinta Country Club. Each golfer will play two rounds at the West Stadium course, one round at the West Nicholas course, and one round at the La Quinta Country Club. Uh, it is 7,113-yard par 72, which is a Pete Dye design. Um, the Nicholas course is uh, 7,159 par 2, so a bit longer. And the La Quinta is a par 72, just over 7,000 yards, so a bit shorter. Uh, previous winners of the event, as Steve said earlier, Hudson uh, Swafford won it last year at 23 under. Siwoo Kim won it in 2021 at also 23 under. Um, Andrew Landry won it at, at uh, minus 26 in uh, 2020. Adam Long in 2019. John Ram in 2018. And Hudson Swafford again in 2017. Yeah. So a couple of things. Um to call out one is uh john ram kind of introduced himself to the world stage and the fact of him being like a a guy who just says what he thinks and being quite an engaging character the year he won this 
he called it hit the mics picked up picked him up uh, on the course saying this is just a fucking pudding contest which i thought was pretty funny and that was the year he won it yes here he is he is turning up again so um another couple of little tidbits uh two of these tracks have had 59s on the pga tour uh one of them was pretty infamous actually david duval shot a sunday 59 to win by a shot on uh on the pga west in 99 yeah 99 said that um and adam hadwin did it in la quinta in 2017 and there's also been 61s so i think patrick cantley 2017 he shot 61 around a stadium course which actually takes some doing because that's probably the toughest mm-hmm. of the three of them so low scoring birdie fest put in contest as john ram himself uh states yeah and then just to, to run through the betting market uh quickly I'll pull up the odds there um so john ram obviously leads the the market um six to one followed by patrick cantley 10 to one scotty scheffler 10 to one Tony Finau, 14s, Xander, 20s, Cam Young, 20s, Zalatoris, 20s, Sanjay Im, 20s, uh, Tom Kim, all the way back out to 22 to 1. Um, then it goes, jumps up to <laughs> Sam Burns, Siwoo, uh, 33s, Brian Harriman, Aaron Wise, Tom Hoagie, 35s, and your boy, Donny Tyler, Tyler Montgomery, Taylor Montgomery, even 40 to 1. A um, couple other names in there. Adam Hadwin is a two time runner up, Canadian, he's uh, 60 to 1. Jason Day, um, veteran, seventy to one. Uh, Ricky Fowler, another veteran, eighty to one. So some some big big prices there on some uh, very experienced it's a players. Really good field. So, yeah, yeah, so, very, so very this, strong. This isn't one of the PGA Tour's elevated events. So the purse is a measly, pitiful, embarrassing eight million dollars. Mm. But despite that, ten of the world's top twenty are here. So Sheffler, Ram, Cantley, Fino, uh, Xander. Zalo, Burns, Tom Kim, Sunjay, Cameo. Mm. Uh, 10 top 20, which, oh, and when you also consider that the HSBC is going on in Abu Dhabi, which is one of the Rolex series over at the DP World Tour, it's a fucking really good field. Really, yeah, really good. I just spotted Justin Rose is here as well. Uh, he's he's 90 to 1, Justin Rose. So interesting. He's, he's obviously fully committed to the, the PGA Tour recent, or the last number of years. So, nice. um, yeah, so in, in terms of picks, boys, I just have one um, that, that is more of a this guy is going to win this year than a, an actual, I really fancy this guy, but um, I'll dive right into it. Taylor Pendrith. He's 80 to one. He's had a rough time of it the last couple of years with injuries. Really, really talented player. Um, I, th- I think 80 to one is a big price. I think he's the type of guy that will be slowly cut throughout the year. And um, you'll probably see him pop up in a couple of weeks, 66 to one, 50 to one. I think he will get a win somewhere in that 50 to 80 to one bracket. Um, so I'm just going to one and done Taylor Pendrith, 80 to one. That's it. Entirely, entirely agree with that shout. He was you, on Donnie. my shortlist. He oh, was on my he shortlist. Now? Yeah, and I, I totally agree. He's going to get a win this year. Yeah, I uh, think he's, he's a super ball striker. Um, when he has a hot week with the putter, he'll definitely contend, and I, and I'd, I'd fancy him to get over the line at yeah. some point in time. Yeah, absolutely. And we know Pete Dye designed their second shot golf courses, and uh, he's a, he's a great iron player. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for him this year. One to follow. Beautiful, beautiful. Do you want to go next, Donny? Yeah, by all means. I'll go next. So, um, not going to lie, it is a kind of a tee to green, um, you know, strokes gain approach type of golf course. And the player with probably the highest strokes gain currently in the field is Tom Kim. 
over the last 24 rounds and it was hard not to pick him we have to start doing video pods the face on steve kennedy right now i stopped myself i stopped myself i didn't i didn't do it (laughs) but i just want to say it was it was I think if I think if 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 Steve didn't give me so much abuse, I probably would have picked him again this week. But look, well, if he was favorite, bro, I'm sure you would have picked him. Ah, sure, look, that's but it. But he's so not favorite this week. Twenty-two is, is, is far too. My long. first pick is the favorite, John Ram. No, I'm joking. Um, it's not. <laughs> so um, wouldn't be your first time. No, nah, no, nah, exactly. I was sure it wouldn't be my first time winning winning winner. Um, Three to um, one, was it? Yeah. So my first pick is actually I've got two boosted prices on Bet365, um, and I went with both of them. Uh, first is Cam Young. Um, again, I think a player that's going to win a lot this year. Um, he 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 was really impressive at the end of last season, um, and you know very you know again fairly young lad, very powerful, um, and I think this kind of course does suit him. Um, now, obviously, I am a bit wary of the big the the like you know big big hitters like Ram, Scheffler, and stuff in the field. But I think Cam Young at twenty five to one um, is 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 a solid pick. Next one again is Xander Shoffley. Again, boosted to 25 to 1. Um, now Donnie did talk to me before the pod. He was like, he did pull out injured um at the century, but hopefully I assume he's 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 all good now and he'll be he'll be decent again. So 25 to 1, I think, is just too big a price not to back him at that. And then I took one kind of dart at a at a each way. Um, similar to what you said, Steve. I think this is a player who I think we'll win this 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 season. Um, and that's Harris English. Uh, I think he's played well. He's been up there um, in a lot of the uh, leaderboards over the last few months. He's faded, you know, around the kind of end of the third stash fourth round. But I do think he is someone who's going to get it done this year. And he's currently ninety to one. So that's my kind he's of each way pick. Yeah, he's he's when he's good, like. I'm just looking what he is in the world rankings. When Harris English is good and on it, he is definitely a top 20 player in the world. Like 100% yeah. he is. Um, he had some injuries last year, did he? I think yeah, he... Yeah. Yeah. Because he won... I think he won twice the year before last, he's, if I'm not mistaken. He's 65th he in the world. He did. 65th. Yeah, so he's he's better than that. 100%. Yeah, very better. Nice. Um, also, just really quickly, all these all these odds are obviously um, brought to you by, by uh, Points Bet Canada. Uh, you must be 19 years old. Of, of age or above to bet you also must be located within ontario in order for you to be able to bet and please bet responsibly not that not that either of us do but sure look please you do it no we do we Think do yourself bro well if i if i have to do the podcast from like a, a car park in a few weeks you'll know that i haven't followed our own guidance that's it should be okay for a while yes uh yeah i like those picks so again, I had I had five last week, and I had what Hoagie, Hoagie Matsugama both posted top twenty or maybe top thirties, but they just never really got in the mix. So I've had a quite lean start, which I'm not terribly happy about. But I am going to go with another five here. Um. Oh no, sorry, I only have four. I'm telling uh, you a lie. No, I do have five. <laughs> okay, so so many are losing track, again. Danny. Say again. So many are losing track. Yeah, a little bit, it's a bit worrying. Um, I've as always dug through the data. The data is coming from Data Golf, which is just my favorite website. If you're a bit of a nerd like me around golf and you want to know Stokes game and different types of grasses and how lads handle pressure and all these correlations, data golf is the place to go. It's absolutely brilliant. So um this week I had a look 
and it kind of follows the uh, John Ram's accusations about the putting contest that the last three winners of this have been top 10 in putting, but they've also been top 10 in approach. So hit it wherever you want off the tee, pretty much um, putting correlation in terms of strokes gain total. The average on the PGA Tour is 58 here at 62. Um, short game is a full 10% less than average. So uh, even though Victor Hovland, who is chunking everything, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then in terms of the average green and regulation ranking, the last 14 winners, the average ranking has been 12th. So you want guys who are going to hit shitloads of greens, which they will anyway. Um, so four indicators or four things I looked at. There are 12 par fives across three courses. They're all reachable in two. Birdies, eagles, galore. If you want to win this, you're probably going to be looking to shoot 14 under par on the tw- on the par fives if you're going to win it. So I'm really interested in par five scoring. Obviously, strokes game, putting an approach, and then guys who have a great birdie or better percentage of the, of the holes that they play. Um, that's the data. So all these five guys rank quite highly in those metrics. A couple of them are kind of field picks as well. First one, along with, with Brew, I'm taking Cam Young. So uh, last year, a very different Cam Young who hadn't had all his second places and, and been a President's Cup pick and been, you know, become like one of the preeminent golfers in the world. He went into the final round, tied fifth, three shots back, had a bit of a horror show. Sunday 77 and dropped to 40th. I don't mind that at all. So it's a tied 40th, but it's not, it's, it's a skewed tied 40th. So I'm happy enough with that. Um, but uh, yeah, so, sorry, I was looking at Tom Hoagie's uh, notes there. Um, he was tied 13th Cam Young at the, this tournament of champions, which is solid first appearance of the year. Pretty good. Eighth in greens regulation of those 40 guys. So I like that too. Definitely Cam Young. He's obviously going to win soon. You're not going to get a massive price 20 to 1. I got him at 25s on the exchange. But uh, yeah, happy with him. Second one, I backed him last week. He wasn't terrible, but he just kind of stuck it in neutral. Um, is Tom Hoagie. So his last three starts here, he was second last year. He missed the cut in 2021, not too concerned. But then he was tied sixth uh, in 2020. Um, interestingly, when he, when he was second last year, he only ranked 48th in pudding. So he led the field in greens of regulation. So, I mean, that's kind of an outlier in terms of the putting contest. If he has a half-decent week with the putter, I expect him to be knocking around. Um, I like him. And then last week, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. And then even last week, like, he's got recent form. He was tied 41st in the end last week, but he was ninth in strokes gain approach. So he's yeah. he's, warming up. he's warming up. He's won before. Um, I think he'll win again. I like 40 to 1. There's something maybe about Tom Hoagie's name. He's not a particularly fashionable guy. No, you know he I mean? really isn't. He really like isn't at all. How he goes about it, it's kind of plodding along, but he's sneakily an exceptional golfer. So a bit of a Brian Harmon type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. The only that- issue there, Danny, I see Sam Burns is thirty three to one. Tom Hoagie on um a certain website is thirty five to one. So it's like if I was looking at those two prices probably side with Burns but uh, if you're getting 40s oh, I, I think it's it's probably worth if you're asking me who's the, yeah if you're asking me who's the better player like we'd all agree mm-hmm. it's definitely Sam Burns but yeah totally valid um, but yeah we'll take Hoagie and again on the exchange I got him a, I actually got him a 48 on the exchange oh. which is massive um, so we like that third pick uh, you mentioned him earlier Jason Day who like such a catalogue of back injuries and, and mm. obviously gone through the trauma of losing his mom who was extremely close to he he's he's 90 to 1 on the exchange so 70 to 1 i think i saw in sports books yeah. um 
the quality of the guy it speaks for himself. Like you know, he's a, he's a he's a major champion. He's won a bunch of times. He's a former world number one, um, and he likes California. So uh, I think even though it's his first appearance of the year, I couldn't stay away from a seventy to one or in, or in this case a ninety to one price. So we'll have Jason Day, and then we'll have two bigger darts. So we've seen past winners like Andrew Landry won this at three hundreds. Uh, Adam Long, I think, was 500 to 1. So this can be a track. Because it's a pro-am that's going on as well, the setup of the course is super easy. So it's not going to be a guy... It's, it's like the perfect opposite of US Open in that you've got tons of guys who are going to make tons of birdies. So two guys who are in really good recent form. The first is uh, David Lipsky, who was uh, tied fourth last week. He was in with a shout for a while before Siwoo usurped Hayden Buckley and won. Tied 14th here last year. Um, I'm just going off those two metrics. I just like his form. Um, I like the fact that he was a top five here. Uh, or, yeah, he was top 20 here last year. He's 100 to 1. And another guy who is a recent Corn Ferry graduate. So Corn Ferry 2021, he had a win and five top fives uh, is Will Gordon. Uh, he came really close to winning at Mayakoba um, last year. Uh, the rear end last year, he was tied third in the end. Um, he's really solid as well, and he's a guy who I'm really actively tracking this year. So he's 100 to 1. Would have liked to have had uh, a little bit bigger of a price on him, but we'll take him. Um, one guy I'm just going to mention, <clears throat> not backing him, but uh, keep an eye on Grayson Sig, who is being very consistent. He's like him and Taylor Montgomery are posting a lot of like sort of top 30s. Um, and Grayson Sig is a former PGA Tour winner, so keep an eye on him. But yeah, they're my five. Um, and hopefully we get at least a run. No, I think you will. I think there, there's some good good picks in there. Um, one other name just popped out to me that I saw there as well is Charlie Hoffman, 175 to 1. California yeah. kid, San Diego. Is he a real boy. dad? Is he a real dad? Is he a real dad? Oh, no, no, unfortunately not. But uh, yeah, no, San Diego, San Diego, California, um, playing in his home state. I think uh, he's normally one that pops up on a leaderboard for you'll get a good price on him for a top 20. Um, so I I chuck him out there as a little little side bet. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, why yes. don't we, bro? Okay, cool. So, um, Abu the uh, DP World Tour continues in the UAE this the, this week for the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship. Uh, fresh off the back of the Hero Cup, the likes of Shane Lowry, Tyrrell Hatton, Molinari will be competing at the Yas Links. Uh, with also an abundance of the controversial live golfers, uh, on, including, including Ian Poulter, Henrik Stenson, and Patrick. I mean, I mean Patrick Reed. Um, Watch out, bro. Don't we'll sue, sue me. Don't sue me, Nowry. Don't sue me. I'm not suing uh, me. Oh, best of fucking luck. You can have my standing desk if you want. That's about all I have in my Patrick, life. Patrick, read the litigation that I am sending to 20% of the golf community. <laughs> if he's suing um if he's suing cnn now this week for 400 million what do you reckon he could sue us for 20 grand fucking four euro. <laughs> <laughs> right, careful what we wish for lads careful what yeah we wish so for. Um, yeah, so the Abu Dhabi uh, championship is on in the Yas Links uh, Golf Club in the UAE. It is a par 72, 7,425-yard course, pretty long. Um, the defending champion is Thomas Peters, who won it at 10 under. So again, yeah. it is a quite a difficult course. Um, 
Uh, it is designed by Kyle Phillips. It's actually kind of like a Lynx style playing course. Um, so yeah, as you said, it's not one of those, you know, you can hit the ball and no matter where you go, it kind of lands on some sort of fairway or very groomed rough. That's not the case with uh without this one. So yeah. I, yeah. And I hate to I hate to bring this up, but I do remember last year I had Lowry backed. Uh, I hate to bring this up for Lowry's sake and also for my own sake. Had him backed, he was an overnight leader along with Peters, shot a five over. And I finished remember. tied twelfth, and he was a very, him. yeah, and he was a very very grumpy man by the end of it, which I'm not surprised. Yeah, and a couple other pointers to add in, just to give you an idea. So this event got made a Rolex Series event in 2019, um, and since it got made a Rolex Series event, um, the winners have been Shane Lowry, Lee Westwood, Tyrrell Hatton, Thomas Peters, all pretty classy players, um, and the three winners of the event before that, albeit at a different golf course, were Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood and Ricky Fowler. So um kind of gives you an insight into the, the type of player that wins this. Um I would would be looking very much towards the top of the market. Great um, iron player. Yeah, yes. great, good iron good just a good all round game, good ball striker. Um I think we're gonna see I, I know it's probably a stupid comment to say, but I think someone in the top ten of the betting is gonna win this. I don't think we're gonna have somebody coming in at a hundred to one and, and nicking it like you'll see probably in the um across the pond. So I'd be looking Ooh. all the way down the the top ten in the market. Tyrrell Hatton's eleven to one. Tommy Fleetwood is twelve to one. Lowry's fourteen. Alex Noren is eighteen. Thomas Peters twenty two. Robert McIntyre twenty five. Seamus Power twenty five. Ryan Fox twenty eight. Minwoo twenty eight. And Moronk thirty three. So I think your winner is coming from those. Um, is that eight player ten players? I think your winner yeah. is in that bracket. So, um, over to you boys for some picks. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that, Stephen. Two of my picks are exactly in that top ten. Um, mm. so like that it. is that is such a shock. You can guess who one like of them it. is. You can guess who one of them is. You can guess. Uh, who Thomas Peters is definitely one hundred percent. It's fucking the tall pole. We're back, twenty twenty three lads, and we're back. So yeah, Adrian, Adrian Moronk at uh, thirty three to one, all over it, absolutely all over it, and then. My other pick is Patrick Reed. No, I'm joking. Um, it is uh Minwoo Lee at 28 to 1. Nice. So yeah. those are my two picks. Um, again, I would say it's actually a pretty good field, but I'm keeping my stakes relatively low for the for the Abu Dhabi um competition. Um concentrating more on the Amex. So yeah, those are mm. those yeah. Are, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, and I'm, I'm gonna keep it really short because um Really fucking annoyingly, the DP World Tour still doesn't have the data that the PGA does. And I love, I want to support the, PGA, the DP World Tour, and I, I'm just crying out for them to add the fucking data already because that's how I, I base a lot of my picks. So without the data, I'm going off recent form. I'm also going, my first pick is a guy who just loves playing in, in the Middle East in that part of the world. He has posted so many fucking top 20s. Um, I had it written last week. I backed him last week, or last year for this, and he, he did miss the cut. Oops. But I am going to back him again. So that's Bobby Mack, um, big lefty. He seems to be coming back into some decent form again, which I love to see because we had the pleasure of having a point with him in Dubai a couple of years ago. He's such a, he's such a good fella. I think um, he's super, super talented, and he just, the odd time, maybe is a bit too hard on himself. Uh, but I mean, you know, he won the Italian Open last September. He had another two top tens after that. Um, hasn't played since November up until last week. Three and a half out of four points. Him and Seamus Power lorded it. And then he he won his other matches as well. Um, so 
Bobby, I think it's, I got him at 25s. And then, yeah, there's 25s available on Sportsbook as well. Yeah. And then, other pick again, this is entirely based off last week because I watched a good bit of Victor Perez last week and he looked so good, so in control of his swing, so solid, putting well. You'll get him at 33s, I think. So he's just on the on the edge of that top 10. Yeah. Um, and another guy who had three and a half out of four points last week. So they're my two Bobby Mack, Victor Perez. Let's get it done. Victor Perez might be looking at an outside shot at a Ryder Cup spot as well. So I think he'll be he'll be keen to to impress. I think look, I think Tommy Fleetwood is your most I'm not getting involved this week on it. I haven't haven't had enough time to look into it. Um but I, I think Tommy Fleetwood, twelve to one, um, I would be getting stuck into that each way. He has just an unreal tournament record. Um two first place finishes, a runner up finish and a, another top ten in the last uh, six years. He played the event last year. Um he finished forty eight, so made the cost, didn't really show up. Uh, at the weekend, and so one twice around here as well. Yeah, not this course, in fairness, but in um in the event itself. Have, so, yeah, um, recent form. He's played his last four tournaments. He's been fourth, first, fifth, and twentieth. Um, oh, so wow. he's a guy. Yeah, guy in good form. He's just after coming off captain, and although it's like not a massive honor, but he's just a little pep in his step from being captain of team. Um, UK and Ireland and uh, I think he's a guy that, that's going to win a couple of times this season so yeah Tommy will be I'm not not betting him officially but he'd be my my only bet oh, yeah. this week just, just a little aside on Tommy Fleet well, yesterday I came or last week I came across a clip of him like giving a, a speech to the players before the Hero Cup when he was like you know I, I have to love his his attempt at making it a big deal um, you know he's like you know I want people to look back in years to come and say Remember that Hero Cup team? How good a team was that? I was like, yeah, right, yeah. Tommy. I like that, Tommy. I like that. And Callum, Callum Shinkwin and and Richard Mansell were just ready to go and shaking with the with the with the adrenaline of representing Great Britain and Ireland. Well, they'll and, never uh, forget it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, listen. It's obviously it's one of the favourites. So she should go really well. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching that actually. So, from a from a golf fan perspective, this weekend is great because Sunday morning watch the Abu Dhabi and then Sunday evening watch the Amex and hopefully we have two dogs or more than two dogs uh, in the fight each side of the world. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we will. And then next week we have the Farmers Insurance Open and the, the Tory Pines event, which John Ram absolutely loves. And yeah. on the DP World Tour, we have something in the desert, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. The uh, Dubai Desert Classic. Yeah, Dubai Desert Classic. There we go. Okay. That was the one. Nice. That's good stuff, lads. Yeah, and let's get a fucking winner, boys. I'll, I'll throw out the, the socials. So we're usually covering stuff and putting some insights up on Twitter on uh, Finders Fairway. And then we're a Fairway Finders pod on Instagram. But as we say, sort of every week, we love doing this. Obviously, we all are juggling full-time jobs and life and all sorts of stuff aside from this. But if you do enjoy the picks, if you enjoy the insights, if you enjoy the abuse, the crack... Uh, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does mean the world to us. When we get these five-star reviews and people leave feedback, um, it really does colour the day in a, in a brilliant shade. And I mean that very sincerely. Um, so, yeah, that would be amazing. It only takes two seconds as well, Donny. All you do is click yeah, on it and hit five stars. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Click it. Tell your friends. Um, obviously, it's going to be a big year for us with the Ryder Cup year. Um, and, and, yeah. Uh, hopefully along the way we can make you some money like we did last year in fairness yeah 100% um, okay well look boys I'll, I'll talk to you next week as you said hopefully we'll have two winners or you know, at least one 
and uh, yeah, enjoy the golf. Oh, I did. I did a big dirty game. double actually. I did a big Mahusa double on Hoagie and Perez at like six and a half thousand to one. Oof. Well, best of luck, Donny. So, so points are on Donny. So whenever that, that comes in, sick. Jesus, if that comes in, clip that shit. How much you put on it, Donny? Oh, just five reach right, whatever. Uh, there's oh, ten euro down bad. the drain. <laughs> potentially, potentially. But sure, we'll have some. I thought you were going to say like 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 a fucking a euro or two, but yeah. <laughs> Big box <laughs> over here. Anyway, go on. We'll leave you go. All right, go on, boys. You boys. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck. Thank you, gentlemen. Good luck. Just take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion.